This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the Nissan's international testing at Winton over the week. Nissan Motorsport have been giving some of their sports car drivers a chance to drive the Nissan Altima V8 supercar. Alicia Kelly caught up with the head of Nissan Motorsport and asked about the V8 supercar testing program. I'm here with Nissan Australia's General Manager of Motorsport, Jeff Fisher. Jeff, how significant is today the first time internationals have come here and driven the Nissan Altima? Oh, it's absolutely, absolutely significant, Alicia, because it opens up the world of V8 supercars and our team in particular to the world of Nismo and the global motorsport phenomenon that's gripping Nissan at the moment around the world. Very exciting. And what sort of impact do you think it will have having our drivers then head overseas to drive Nissans over there? Ah, oh, well, that's a $64 million question, isn't it? So the idea of getting the international drivers here is that our drivers can actually make an imprint for Nismo around the world someday soon, we hope. After seeing Michael and Lucas test today, do you think they've got what it takes to come out here and do a Sandown, Bathurst or Gold Coast event? Well, they absolutely should have. They're professional drivers with a lot of experience around the world in different categories and different cars. The part of what they're doing today is to go back to Japan, go back to Nismo and report on what they've done, what they've seen, how they drive, and it puts them in the box seat for next year. So, Michael, you've had your first day in the Nissan Altima V8 supercar. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it uh, was quite an experience. I mean, um, of course, we prepared well. The team gave us all the information about the car, how it is to drive. But when you actually drive it, it's pretty awesome. I mean, there's a lot of power, you know, with 670 horsepower and uh, actually not much downforce. So it's not what, what I'm actually used to. But it was much better to drive than I expected. Uh, and it's great fun out here in, um, in Winton. I mean, we have a, it's kind of a crazy track, but um, it's a big challenge. It's bumpy, it's tight. Um, it has lots of different corners. Uh, great, great fun to drive these cars. And are you hoping to come back out here and have another race? Yeah, of course, everybody wants to race in Bathurst, you know, for example, um, or the Gold Coast. So yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to getting that opportunity to drive those cars in the future. So Lucas, you've had a chance to cut a few laps in the car. What are your first thoughts? Well, it's it's amazing. No, lots of power in this car, 650 horsepower in the Nissan Altima V8. So really enjoying. No, uh, no, no traction control, no electronic uh, help. So it's 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 very challenging for a driver, for a new driver in this in this car. Uh, but yeah, uh, getting on the pace, uh, really enjoying the the weather now because this morning was raining. But uh, yeah, uh, having a nice day. Uh, Obviously, it's very tricky on brakes, so I, I had a few offs, but uh, I think that's normal, no? When you push and, and you want to find the limit of the car, is is the day to do, no? On the test days, and uh, yeah, getting well, learning with the engineers, learning with the drivers, and uh, having fun, which is important. And you're here as part of the Nismo uh, Driver Exchange Program. Do you think our drivers have what it takes to drive your car back home? Of course, no. It's 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 great to see that uh, Rick is gonna drive the GT3 GTR in in Bathurst 12 hours, and I'm I'm really looking forward to to see his comments, the feedback because it's it's a different car, no, with more downforce, uh, less power, but it's lighter at the same time, uh, wider tires. So so I wanna I wanna see him in the car and uh, having fun as well, like I'm like Michael and me today. So it's it's this uh, driver exchange uh, program from Nismo is is really good, really good for for the drivers and uh, you know it's, it's pretty amazing to be here in Australia next week Japan next uh, US and you know enjoying and learning which is the important thing for Lucas Ordinez 
his move into motorsport and being a professional driver wasn't by the traditional method of driving through carts and then coming up the ranks. He was picked out by the Nissan Academy through his playing the Gran Turismo video game. Yeah, well, it's uh, completely a... Uh... A nice story to tell, no? It's completely different. I became a racing driver thanks to the PlayStation uh, by winning GT Academy competition in 2008. Uh, you know, I entered online on my PlayStation and I qualified for the Spanish final and then to the European final in Silverstone. And then we had the fitness test, driving test with GTRs, uh, 370Z. So I was lucky to win it. And uh, after that, you know, five years later, here we are in Melbourne testing a V8 supercar racing next week in, in Japan in Super GT in the GT3 and leading the Blank Paint Endurance Series in Europe uh, with the GT3 as well. So, you know, pretty busy schedule as a racing driver. So really proud to, to be part of it, to be the, the first PlayStation gamer becoming a racing driver and, you know, having the chance to test a beat supercar. So a dream completely. Joining me now is Alan Gow. It's a name that uh, everyone goes, oh, ah, Alan's in town. There must be some big deals going on. Um, Alan, I wonder if you could help us with a bit of background and uh, you know, a bit of uh, where you've come from and, and the role that you play with some of your drivers. Oh, well, I'm a, I'm a Melbourne boy and uh, I've always been involved in motorsport all my life. Um, um, I was involved uh, mainly with Peter Brock uh, in, in the days before I, I went to the UK in 1990. Um, and, and took over the running of the BTCC, which I, I continue to do today. Uh, I'm also the chairman of the Motorsports Association, which is the governing body in the UK, I guess, like CAMS are here. Uh, I'm also the president of the FIA Touring Car Commission, which has the uh, worldwide view on, on, on touring car racing. And I sit on various boards with the RAC and um, the FIA Foundation and a few other things. But, and of course I, 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 I manage uh, James, or try to manage James, um, and have been doing that since he was 17 years old. How did that relationship start? Did you just notice a guy with some talent and uh, you struck up a conversation and worked out what you could do together? No, it, um, actually Neil Crompton um, uh, introduced us, or um, James, James and his father at that stage were looking for some help overseas. Um, and Neil and I had gone back uh, over a long period of time and um, so Neil suggested they talk to me and when I was down to Bathurst many years ago we, we had a talk uh, in Sydney after that and uh, we started it. So. How are things going with the uh, touring cars in the UK? The, you go back a, a number of years, I had some glory days uh, uh, with the two litre tours. Um, I don't hear too much about it now. How, how would you describe their current situation? Fantastic. Um, uh, we, uh, you know, I, we, I had the, the championship from 91 until 2000. I sold it to a company and then I got it back in 2003 because they did very badly out of it. And I stood on the back of the grid at Donington with 11 cars thinking, what have I done here? And um, and I can tell you now we have 32 cars. We have a, we have a full grid. That's as much, much as we can have. We have 11 different uh, makes, 13 different models on it. Our TV is the biggest we've ever had and our audience, our spectator numbers are breaking all new records. We're having a fantastic time. Um, it probably sounds a bit stupid after I just told you how bad the, economy, the UK economy was, but, but we, we were sort of swimming against the tide there. So the VTCC is just doing fantastically well at the moment. What were the fundamentals you concentrated on to achieve that turnaround? Um, we, we, we know what, um, we, we, we changed the technical regulations of the cars to make the cars more, funnily enough, a bit like here, where you can adapt certain cars to it, you don't have to homologate cars and everything else. 
So we've made the, the, the technical regulations more accessible. Um, uh, so that's brought in more teams and, and more uh, manufacturers. Um, and we've made sure the racing is what the public want. Uh, and the public in the UK are different to the Australian public. We're not brought up on endurance races for touring cars and everything else. They want short, sharp races. So we have, 20, we have, we have three 30-minute races on, on a Sunday. We don't have pit stops. We don't have anything. It's just non-stop action. That's what we like over there, and, and that's what they want, and you know, that's why we're successful. The V8 supercars, of course, are trying lots of different uh, variations to racing formats, and uh, um, how would you assess the, the, the current uh, formats? Do you think the experimentation is going the right way? Well, you've got to try things, you know, um, and, and, and you've, got to, you've got to always um, give things a go, and if they don't work, if they're not successful, at least you've tried them and dropped them. And um, I've done many in my time, I've tried many different formats. Um, the format today, the 60-60 format, sort of leaves me a little bit um, bemused in some ways, but um, you know, it's, if, if the public like it, that's fine. If the teams like it, that's fine. It's, it, at the end of the day, the people will vote with their remote controls or with their feet as to what formats they like. Any uh, suggestions of things we should try, things that, uh, that you've uh, worked quite well in your market? No, because as I said, we, you know, our, our format, we don't, our format is very, very straight and simple. It's just a 30, 30 minute uh, uh, race to the flag. So there's no strategy really. Um, we, have a, we have a soft tyre and a medium tyre as well, but it's, it's nothing like the complexity that you have in these races. Uh, and I wouldn't pretend to tell them how to do it. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.